This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends of Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Thank you for joining me on my program called Rise, and it's Renette Marburg. And this is the program where we give you hope, wisdom, guidance, and knowledge when real life happens in the family. We discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family, in truth and in love, but God, with God we can rise to restoration and rise above all together as a family. And we are so privileged to have Hepzibah Brower and married to Gunter Brower in the studio with us today. And we are so blessed to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much, Renette. And, you know, together they have a beautiful daughter who lives in Belgium, has four grandchildren. She's an author, mentor, gets invited all over the world. We are so blessed. I'd love to hear more about that as well later on. Hepzibah has traveled globally preaching the living word to kings and to um, she's been ministering to ambassadors, a crown prince and kings and many high-ranking leaders. So Hepzibah um, operates in science, miracles and wonders and as well in the prophetic. So we are so blessed to have you here today. But we're first going to have a break and we're going to listen to a beautiful uh Tune uh, track now, and we'll be back with you straight after this. Good afternoon, and we are heading towards the end of this incredible, difficult, but good year as well. And um, Hepzibah is going to be sharing with us how we are able to look forward to 2022. And um, Hepzibah, kindly share with us your testimony over the years of you really living by faith and trusting the Lord for all your needs. You know, this has been such a difficult year for all of us. And there's been so many um, adjustments and so many loss and so much sadness. And, you know, nothing's been normal. And, you know, we really got to trust the Lord for the way forward. So, so just share a little bit of your journey because I love your testimony. You've had such an interesting, um, you know, years in the ministry and covered so many amazing things. So just give us a little bit of a background of how your um, life started with Christ. So first I want to give glory to God for everything. <clears throat> and for me meeting so many people in high places and so on, which I never dreamt possible for my life because um you know like so many people we come from different cultural backgrounds and uh, uh, many of us people that i know in ministry have gone through difficult situations in their homes growing up and who would ever have thought that one day god would put me on platforms all across the world I would never have imagined. And when he spoke to me one day and said, I'm going to send you and bring you before kings and governors. And I thought, oh, never. How can this be possible? But I want to encourage those that are listening today. All things are possible for those that believe. Because God called each one of us. You cannot say there's no calling upon my life. Each one has a calling upon his life, whatever it is. If it means that you've got to be a good mother, 
then you're going to be a good mother, a teacher, a doctor, whatever you've been called by God to do, that you do it and do it well. <clears throat> I'm sorry. So when um, God opened the door for me, it came to me as a big shock. Um, I'll tell you what, I, and I'm saying this quite honestly, I'm very frank about my situation. Um, growing up and having very strict parents, I always felt rejected. And I think there are many believers that feel so rejected because <clears throat> just seem as if their parents never listened to them. Their parents never thought that anything good could come from their lives just because they were different. And uh, so um, for me, the one thing that I wanted in life was acknowledgement. So I was going to become a superstar. I decided I was going to one day turn and end up in uh, in the industry, in the arts, in uh, I'm going to become a film star, I'm going to go to Hollywood, and then my parents will have to acknowledge that I am wonderful and that I'm a good person, you know, not what they saw. And so I used to love fur coats. I remember in 1980, I traveled overseas and I bought my first full-length fur coat. Can you believe it? So I brought this back to Namibia where it was 40 degrees in the in the day <laughs> and I brought it with me and there I was walking in this fur coat, you know, because I really wanted acknowledgement. And so I loved jewelry, expensive jewelry, this, that and the other thing and fancy clothes, etc. And so I'm just, I'm going to cut it short because it's quite long stories, but to get to the point where eventually my husband decided he was invited to to uh, buy into somebody's business, and so at that time, um, we I had an inheritance from my parents, and my husband had an inheritance from his parents, and so we had quite a fair amount of money, and we decided we're going to buy into this person's house. Uh, I mean, business. <clears throat> And I would have even more money to buy all these fancy things. And if people only heard that I had this uh, credit card and I could just, you know, write out the checks and what all in those years, it was still the checks. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so one day God asked me, are you willing, if your husband's going to make a mistake and lose everything, are you willing to go down with him? I didn't know the 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 way that we're going to fall or whatever. I didn't know how this was going to come about, but I said, God, how can I fight with you? If you say we're going to go down, it's all because of my husband. We're going to go down. So I'm going to put the blame on him. That's it. Eventually, when it did come to that place, when the person into whose business we bought into and put everything that we possessed, um, houses, four cars, everything that we put in there. And this man committed fraud. And within three months' time, we possessed nothing. And I lived in somebody's backyard in a small little room, which we would call today the servant's room. But in this servant's room, there was no uh, toilet facility. There was no basin inside this room. So I made food on little primus, 
that you used to pump up, you know, that, that kind of thing. Yes. And uh, it was really very difficult. In, in, the, in the night, I had to take the torch and walk through the garden, uh, afraid of all the shadows and to go to the bathroom. And so um, it was a difficult time. But seven months, God kept me there. And then, you know, in that time, he came and said to me, so now I'm going to send you to the nations. And uh, can you believe it? And I thought, but dear God, how can you tell me you're going to send me to the nations and America and wherever and speak to kings? And here I'm pleading for a slice of brown bread for my family. Anyway, if I did not get into that difficulty, I would never have known what it was like to trust God for every day. And you can just imagine through the years, that has been my model. So when I meet people and they say these things are so difficult with them, or they just don't even have bread, they don't have this or they don't have that, they cannot take their car and just go on a holiday anymore like they used to, then I want to encourage that people by saying, listen, I know what it was. I used to be like that. I used to think that way. But we need the mind of Christ. Because if the Lord says all things will work together for you, for you, for your good, in this difficult situation, accept it. Because the quicker you stop fighting with God, the quicker God will release you because you need to learn a lesson. And we learn lessons in difficult ways. It's not always nice to learn that lesson. Yes, it's very hard. But that's the way that God then brought me out. Seven months I waited in that little backyard room. I trained what it is to pray and trust God even just for bread. Uh, I remember how I said to my daughter, do not bring any little friends from the school. I don't want them to know where we are living because there was still that Pride. There's mm. nothing else that I can mm. call it. It's still pride. True. Because, you know, I used to live in this fancy house and uh, and now I'm living in this little backyard room. So don't tell anybody where we live. So God had to really work through my life in that way so that he could make you great. Yes. And God really, even in this time, I'm speaking to so many people and I want to encourage them as the body of Christ. Listen, your situation right now is for your own good. Even though it looks difficult, even though it's hard and you shed many tears, believe me, the time for joy is at hand. It is at hand. Amen. And in any case, so then God sent me to live in Israel and I needed people to support me. But the more that I wanted to write to people to say, listen, can you support me in this ministry? The more God came to me and he said, cursed is the man who trusts in the arm of flesh. And I said, but God, I'm not trusting in the arm of flesh. And he said, yes, didn't you just write a letter to that person yesterday to ask if they would be your support? And he said, didn't I promise that I would look after you? So my encouragement goes to the body of Christ today. Even though you lost your job maybe in this year, that's so difficult, mm -hmm. that was so difficult, look forward to trusting in God. Look forward to see God do something miraculous that you Amen. cannot even imagine today he can do. Because God can make things possible for us that we can never even put our mind to it, to think, how will God do it? How will he do it? And so um, 
Yeah, and so eventually I needed to trust God for a car when I lived in Israel. I actually needed to trust God for two cars because uh, in some way we also used to do small little group tours, you know. So I said to my husband one day, you know, every time that we do a tour, we go and we rent a nine-seater van and uh, every time it's a lot of money and we have to to put that account to the people that we travel with, to say to them, you have to rent it because we cannot purchase it or whatever. And in a difficult situation, one time I, mer- I ministered in, I- in Ireland uh, for a whole week on the topic of for forgiveness. And a young man came to me in this congregation and he said to me, um, Epsiba, will you forgive me? And I said, but I don't even know you. I hardly know you. I met you twice and uh, in the past. So is there anything that, that I, uh, you know, need to forgive? I don't know what it's about. But then his wife said to him, remember at that time when Epsiba came here to Ireland the first time, you said something about her, which I disagreed with. And... Uh, and he said to me what it was, and would you forgive me? I said, sure, I will forgive you. That's why I'm here to talk about the topic of forgiveness. Because forgiveness that you need to give to others will open the door for you to reap a harvest. And the man, this young man who was at that time maybe 38, 39 or something like that, he said to me, Epsiba, Remember one time we came to visit you in in, uh, Israel and you needed to rent a nine-seater van. How much does that van cost in Israel? I told him it was 20,000 euros and he said to me, you have it. I'm writing the check right now. Wow, Can you understand? So he wanted forgiveness from me. I forgave those that trespassed against me and out of that a harvest came. So I'm just saying this to whoever's listening. If there's still something that maybe you have it against your boss because he had to lay you off because of the COVID situation or whatever, you couldn't continue in your job, then today is the right moment. When you listen to this message, it's time for you to say, I forgive. I choose to forgive you. And that minute that you forgive, then God will open the door of blessing. And it's so necessary for people. They don't understand that key. They don't understand it. Now, I want to share something else, if I may, out of of that situation. And and that's part of my life. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in uh, Belgium now for the past two and a half months. And during that time, um, I have friends that uh, live on a farm. And... uh, and so the lady called me and she said to me, oh, there's something very diffi- uh, dif- uh, difficult going on on the farm at the moment. Our cattle, are, um, the, uh, they are all, the cows are all in labor. And so they labor, but all the calves die by birth. And she said, this has never, ever happened to us. It has never happened. And I said, there's an open door. Let me quickly tell you. So the eldest son, who is the farmer, was in a tiff with his brother. They were like enemies all of a sudden. I said to her, tell your son quickly to forgive. Go to his house and tell him to forgive his brother and to ask for forgiveness. 
She did it. She called me back the following day and she said to me, we've had no loss of calves. Thank you. All the calves are born because forgiveness is the key. Yes. It's the key to your blessing. Mm -hmm. So whatever you went through in this difficult season, to forgive will open the floodgates of heaven over your Amen. over your lives. Amen. Amen. Oh, that is such a beautiful <clears throat> note to, to end up on. So we're going to take another break. and uh, But after this, we're going to continue just giving us some information on, how, you know, just ways to go forward on what we can expect from the Lord in this time and just how we can use His Word as an intimate tool for us to be able to live by. So Wow, you had me in tears there now. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was such a profound and true, truthful message. So we're going to catch up with you straight after this, um, and we will continue the conversation straight after this track. Good afternoon, everyone. And as you know, we have had a very difficult year this year, and uh, we're heading in for 2022. Yeah, as time flies, and uh, can you believe it that uh, you know every day we think that we're not going to make it, and then we do make it, and it can only be God. And uh, you know, uh, I've got heaps of a brother from um, uh, who's been ministering all over the world and giving us really golden nuggets beforehand about forgiveness and about laying things before the Lord and trusting Him implicitly. Um, Hepzibah, how can we, um, especially in this new time coming when the future is so uncertain and we're not sure what it's going to look like, um, navigating and looking back at what this year has given and what the year before has given, every year has become more difficult. And the likelihood of a changing is, you know, this is the season, the times of change coming. So how can we use God's word as a personal um, navigating tool to take us through the next couple of years that we are facing? Uh, Renette, yeah, I think so many people ask that question to themselves. Uh, how will we get through this year? Even towards the end, we, we're very close to the end of this year now and then going into 2022. Um, what are we going to do? Uh, it's like, you know, you don't know what to say to somebody else. What are we going to do? I can tell you that I have been, I can only use myself as an example, been in very difficult situations, like in really, really very difficult situations. I know what it is to have and not to have, and even Paul says so in the scriptures, I know what it is to have and not to have. So for me, it is the application of the word <clears throat> of God. We need to apply the word because if there is a promise for you as child of God that God says, fear not, for I am with you all the days of your life. Fear not, call upon my name and I will answer you and I will grant you the requests of your heart. So I want to use an, a, a spiritual application. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Once I lived in um the town in Israel called Tiberias. And I lived in a place, for me, everything has to be prophetic. Yes. So I lived in a place called P 
Porria Elite. You would think that's where the elite lives, right? So I'm part of the elite. Mm. <laughs> you too and everybody that's listening. And so uh, I lived in Porria Elite. But Porria Elite means double fruitful. Wow. Double fruitful. So I want to say, God took me from a place where he said, I'm going to move you upwards and onwards. Our journey is not downwards. If you can grab hold of that in your spirit, listen, I'm on an upward journey. I'm soon going to see the glory of heaven come down upon my life. Because before everybody's ready for the, for the rapture, everybody's just ready. If you speak to everybody, oh, I can't wait for it to happen. Why? You just want to escape. But there's still many major things that must take place in the world. And one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is that the glory of God will be visible in my life and in your life. The glory of God. So when the Lord comes and he appears to you and me and his body, he's not appearing then to the unbeliever. But through your life, the unbeliever will look at you and say, what is it, like I've had it so many times, what is it that you have? What is it called? You know, when I lived in Israel, so many people, they would walk up to me even in shops and they would favor me. They would favor me in the sense of they would say, uh, do you know that that green shirt over there, it'll, it'll fit you perfect. And I would say, yes, but the price doesn't fit me because how could I give you a hundred shekels for that? Because a hundred shekels was 400 rand. And where would I get that hundred shekel? And they would say, um, um, OK, don't worry about it, um, because I really believe that it's going to fit you. I'll give it to you for 50 shekel. And then I would take it. So I didn't ask them for nothing. They offered it to me because it's the favor of God. It's the favor of God that will open doors for you. In 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9, Paul says, See, a great door for effective work is opened up for me, but there are many opposing me. So the enemy will always come in and try oppose you so that you will not believe and appropriate the word of God that says you are blessed. You are a blessed to be a blessing. God didn't call you into a life of poverty. And poverty is not a sin, but it's a sin to stay in it and not to want to get out of it. You can say, no, I'm so comfortable in this position of having nothing. Uh, I'm so used to it, so that's me. But that's not you. You are supposed to move onward and upward into the glory realm so that the glory of God will become visible in your life, upon your face, and then people who are from the world will desire the God that is living in you. Because, I mean, if I always have this woe is me situation in my life and everything's just bad and we were so sick and everybody died, yes, if they died in Christ, praise the Lord, then they are in the right Amen. place. Uh, I'm sorry to say we've also lost family. 
Yes. My husband lost his sister in and her husband in one week on this uh, COVID. We've lost wonderful brothers and sisters in, in Yeshua, in Christ. Mm. And obviously you feel sad about it, but I'm happy for them where they are now. And so I want to keep on encouraging people to say, listen, don't look at your circumstances. I know they're very difficult, but I've been there once. And that same God that took me out of my poverty situation and poverty mentality, that same God yes. is willing to do it for you right now. Then I have to ask their permission at times to say, are you willing to pray it with me that God can bless mm. you? And then they sometimes would say, no, I don't really know if I've prayed so much. I don't know if God will really. If they do that, then you don't want to pray for them. <laughs> it yes. sounds uh, terrible. Yes. But then I think. So what? why would I waste my time with you if you don't want to change? You like your circumstances, so that's it. But I want to encourage to say, listen, grab hold of the horns of the altar and believe God for your miracle because he's a miracle-working God. He loves you more than anything. He has forgiven you. There's no... Uh, uh, nothing outstanding against your na uh, uh, name uh, in heaven on your scroll. The time is for you now. Reach out and take hold of the blessings and the favor of God that is upon your life. Amen. Recognize it. I am highly favored by Amen. God. I am really highly, highly favored by Amen. God. And I think even Mary in the Bible, the mother of Jesus, even at that time, she said, I wouldn't understand. I don't even know why would God favor such a little girl such as me to become the mother of Jesus, sure. uh, you know, uh, so so but God says, but it doesn't it's not according to how good you are and how beautiful you are. I have chosen you and I've chosen mm. you to be blessed. So just receive it. And give me the Amen. glory for the blessing that that's going to be revealed in your life. So I believe that there are many miracles that will take place in this coming year. If people will now in their heart begin to say, okay, this has been a very difficult time. Listen, if I hear the word COVID, I want to scream. Mm. I want to scream because this is all that we, we are consumed. talking about. We are consumed by that word, mm -hmm. each and everybody. So I don't want to hear it anymore. If they start talking about it, then I want to say, listen, stop it. I don't want to listen to this conversation. Can we talk about the most important conversation? How is God in your life? How is he doing great things for you? So can you just surrender right now to him and let him be God in your life with all the wonderful things that are in his word? Mm -hmm. The word is faithful and true. So I want to go back to that Poria elite where I lived. One morning, I about six o'clock, I would say, I felt somebody shaking me on my right arm. And I was still sleeping. And we had lots of guests from, from other nations that came and stayed with us in our house. And I felt somebody shaking me. And like in my sleep, I looked to my right and I thought, who's shaking me? And the person speaking to me and says to me, get up and read John 14, 14. And I said, no, no, leave me alone. I'm tired. I'm so exhausted. I know that scripture. And then again, he started shaking me. And to my mind, it came, this is an angel standing next to your oh bed, goodness. shaking you on your arm. 
It's so important for God that we get this message, that he even sends angels to speak to us. And he said to me, read John 14, 14, you don't know it. And I thought, oh, let me just sit up and I'm so exhausted. So we are in this difficult situations right now with COVID. Yeah, I'm so exhausted because of everything that has been going on. I just can't handle it anymore. The angel is shaking you right now through my voice. The, the angel is shaking you right now and he's saying, read John fourteen fourteen to you as well who are listening to this message. And what does it say? It's Jesus speaking and Jesus says, whatever you ask me, I will give it to you. Whatever you ask me, I will do it for you. Now, just before it, it says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, the Father will give to you. But John 14, 14 is to me so so, so special because Jesus is speaking to me and to you. And he's saying, whatever you ask me, I will do it for you. And how many times when I pray, I've got to say to the Lord, I'm, Lord, I'm just giving you a reminder. I need to go and take out my license, but there are 50 people standing in the line. Can I ask for favor that somebody will come and say, lady, come through, please. Out of all the 50 people standing in the line and lo and behold, it would happen. It would happen exactly that way because I applied John 14 verse 14. Now, this is not a magic card. Yes, no. You know, it's not just a ma- magical thing. Oh, Lord, let somebody give me a car. Oh, Lord, let somebody. I'm asking it now, John 14, 14. And don't be silly. Mm. You are in relationship with this heavenly Jesus, this bridegroom. Yes. And then in my relationship, I dare to ask him for that which I have need of, yes. not greed of. Greed of. You understand? Mm. So that to me was so amazing that God would even give an angels charge over us to come into our difficulties, whatever they may be. And I know that, listen, I've got beautiful friends who've lost even their children to COVID mm. and so on. They are heart sore. And maybe they're just a little bit angry against God. Maybe they they have a little bit of anger in their hearts. Because how could you take my beloved child? I begged you to let him live. I begged you and you didn't do it. And so there are many brothers and sisters at this time that have a little bit of anger in their hearts. They say Mm -hmm. they, they won't call it anger. They'll call it disappointment. How can I be disappointed with God? How could I be disappointed with God? Without him, I am nothing. Without him, I am dead. So I need that God. And I need to say, sorry, Daddy. I'm so sorry, my Abba, that I was angry with you at the time. Why did my husband leave his job? Why did my husband walk away from me? Why did he he couldn't take the situation anymore and left me? There are those that have lost family through suicide mm. that people have committed because they could not even handle their situation yes. anymore. Plenty and, of that. And Lord, how how can this be? Why did you allow that? So so we can ask all these questions of God, but eventually you and I will just have to go down on our knees to say, Father, I'm so thankful that I am alive. I'm so thankful that 
Not everybody in my family mm -hmm. left me. I'm so thankful that I still have food in my refrigerator. I'm thankful, Father God, that even one person in our family have a job still. And even if it's not as much as I wanted the income to be, it's still finances still coming in. So there are far more to be thankful for than to judge and say, I don't have this anymore. I cannot go on a holiday. I wanted to buy a dress. I don't have the money for it. Now somebody else gave me their secondhand stuff. I'll never forget. One time, God told me to give a lady who was in ministry, uh, um, give her a, a lot of clothes. And uh, I gave the clothes and she started crying. Why should I take other people's old stuff? And she was very unhappy with that and unhappy with God because she felt he wasn't blessing her. But eventually she understood that God is trying us and testing us because he does. He's a father. So Amen. we continue to love him and give him the glory for whatever our circumstances are. Amen. Amen. And we've had to so many times get the help from other people, but the Lord is keeping us, to our faith, how faithful we are in those dark, empty places. Exactly. So that we can have that intimate relationship and that we can see the beautiful hand of God through others when they meet our needs. That's right. So God is so good, so good. So we're going to just take a break now again. And, oh, time runs away with us. It's, it's so sad. <laughs> Um, Hepsiba, we're going to continue this conversation straight after this. Good afternoon, family and friends. If you've just joined us, and uh, we have got a very special guest in our studio today, Hepsiba Brower. She's been all over the world. She has got such a beautiful, um, prophetic, uh, Holy Spirit-filled message for us today, and we are just so in, excited for 2022. And Hepzibah, just share with us what the Lord has laid on your heart of what is it that we can expect? How can we really get to trusting and believing Abba Father for 2022? Yes, uh, Renette, I want to say something, and that is that I think our mind and focus is so much on the the moment, on what is happening right now and what happened during the year, that it can weigh very heavy upon on our lives. And uh, um, yeah, I, I know it's a difficult time. There's, there's no way that I want to just say it's just jollification all the time and, uh, you know, um, in the midst of our tribulation, we should dance around and whatever and just act like nothing is happening to us. I'm not saying that. But, and, and, and I'm thinking that we have now entered into or entering into a new year in 2022. And I think many people have an expectation that things will be better. The start of a new year can be exciting and overwhelming, especially in these uncertain times. So it can be exciting and it can be overwhelming at the same time because we don't know what to expect. That's what we say. But if we know the word of God and if we know God, because we are hopefully speaking to believers today, 
so that they can take this message to somebody else that doesn't have the confidence before the Lord that we are now talking about. But if our confidence is in God, the word says so, my confidence is of the Lord. So if my confidence is in God, I have hope. I have hope and I have a future. Think of Jeremiah 29 verse 11. So many of us quote that scripture. For I know the plans that I have for you. My plans are not to harm you in any way, but to prosper you. Right? But if you read that in, in, in 29, 11, 12, and 13, if you read there, he says, when you return from your rebellious ways. So, you know, there's always the positive that we can take out of that scripture. God knows the plans that he yes. has for us, and they are to prosper me. In 2022, I have an expectation that this will be one of the most blessed years of my life ever. Sure. And I want to encourage my brothers and sisters as well to say, listen, have this hope that God doesn't have any plan to harm you in any way. Mm. And whatever happened to you, don't look at it as God harmed me or I have been harmed. Don't give the devil no glory. Don't say the devil came to steal from me. We know that he's a robber, that he comes to steal and to rob and to kill and to make us sick. Don't give him any glory. Don't talk about him. But say, God, out of the situation, what is it that you want me to take with me mm. out of this year into the next year? Mm. But I am not going to bring Egypt with me into this new year. I'm not going to schlep all the stuff that happened to me during the year. I'm not going to bring it and I'm going to sit there and talk about... Oh, I really hope that things are going to be better in this year. I really hope so because it was so difficult. And listen, leave those things behind and then do what Nehemiah 8 verse 10 says. The joy of the Lord is your power. The Hebrew yes. word there Amen. is so strong. It's koach. And koach means strength. It's somebody that bends his arm to say, I'm strong. But it's the joy of the Lord that is your strength. Paul comes again with a reminder. In He says in Philippians 4, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And then he says, I remind you again. So if the Bible comes and it reminds us twice about the same thing, it's serious. He says, rejoice in the Lord. So can we in this year, can we anticipate a lot of joy in this year? Can we not sit in fear to think, oh, I really hope that next year is not going to be like this year. It's up to you. What is your proclamation that you are making? What is it that you declare and decree in this year for your family, mm -hmm. for your finances, for your health? What is it that you are decreeing and declaring? What a man decrees and declares, that's what a man will get. So if I keep on saying about all the bad things, and I mean, I can, I can talk about lots of bad things, but I'm not going to. I'm going to rather get myself ready to receive from God goodness and mercy in this new year. Amen. The scripture also says in Isaiah 40 verse 31, he says, But those whose hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk 
and they will not faint. Can we make that our scripture for this year, Isaiah 40, verse 31? I'm going to be soaring above my circumstances, above my poverty, above my lack of finances, above my lack of food in my house. I'm going to soar because the word of God says so. And God is faithful to his word. And now you, we begin to decree and declare, yes. even right now as I'm speaking, to those that are listening, I'm saying this year is your year of hope. This is going to be the best year of your life. This is the year, but if you don't have an expectation, how can God bless you? We need to have an expectation. I'm hoping, I'm believing for something which I'm not seeing right now. But the word says, believing is not seeing. It's not what you see and then you believe only. I believe now already for 2021. I believe now already that it's going to be one of my best years. I believe now already God's going to bless me with all the things that I have need of. I will not lack any good thing from God. His word says so, Psalm 21, uh, 23 verse 1, that God will not let me lack anything that is good. Amen. But I'm also praying, God, close the doors on the things that might rob or steal from me. Shut those doors in the face of my enemy. But open for me the floodgates of heaven that will be a blessing so that I can be a blessing. And people must remember one thing. If you sow cucumbers, you cannot expect God to give you a grand Mercedes Benz. You need to start sowing into the kingdom of God. But many people say, listen, sister, you don't understand my circumstances. I only have a hundred rand. I'm telling you, take ten rand. I'm telling you, take ten rand. Believe me, take ten rand and sow it into the kingdom of God wherever you feel the spirit of God leads you. Sow it into the kingdom and then have an expectation that now you can say, Daddy, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the harvest. I'm waiting for the harvest. And it's not according to the size of your seed that I th- sow a thousand, then God will give me a million. It's my heart condition. What is in my heart? I want to sow it. But Daddy, you know that I've only got the 10 rand to sow. And then he will say, but that's fine. It's the condition, it's of, the your condition heart. of your heart. I can see that you mm-hmm. really want to give. And then the other thing is, let us end with this. Don't forget to forgive those that have trespassed against Amen. you so that you can receive that forgiveness. And then the floodgates of heaven will open for you and you will receive the blessings of God. Then you have confidence before God. I can enter into heaven and I can ask of the Father. Then I can use John 14 verse 14. Then I can say, Father, will you please help me right now with this situation? And he will do it. I promise you that. Because he a faithful father. Philippians 4 verse 19 says, and my God will meet all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And I know many people have lost their jobs because I know people, Mm, families that have lost everything, (laughs) their jobs, finances, family members and and relationships. Yes. And relationships. The whole whole package. The whole package. Yes. And uh, (laughs) 
It's okay. Forgive them that have trespassed against yes. you, those that have spoken against you. Forgive them. Mm-hmm. Just say, Father, I, I choose. This is my choice today to forgive. And I choose to be joyful in the midst of my situation that is not so uh, good for me at the moment. But I know that you've got good plans for my life Amen. and they are not to harm me in any way. I constantly declare that. Psalm 65 verse 1 or 11 says, Lord, you will crown this year with your bounty and your carts will overflow with your abundance. So that's what I want to give you. Psalm 65 verse 11, you will crown this new year with your bounty. I know that God's got wonderful things in store for us. We will not lack any good thing. Take hold of the horns of the altar, which is unshakable, and believe that God has got good things for me in this year. Already I decree and declare there will be no sickness in my family. I say that to the enemy. There will be no sickness in my family. There will be no deaths in my family. There will be no job losses in my family this year. And we will not lack any good thing from our Father. And God wants you to say it. And if you say it, it's spoken out. And then God has got something to work on. Your words can either kill you, destroy your ministry, and and put you in the bed for the rest of your life. Or he can lift you up from that low place and say, My child, it's time to soar on eagle's wings, to have high feet on high places, to rush on the cities, to run on the wall. It's time for you to soar. So are we looking forward to that at this time? Yes, I am looking forward to the good things of God. I'm not going to concentrate on the things that went wrong during this year. 2021 is nearly finished. It's nearly over. Mm. It's nearly over. I'm telling you, I, the devil came into my life with such a fear that I, I could have died just because of fear. And the Bible says men's hearts will fail them because of fear. Yes. And I went into such a fearful situation because every day I saw people around me, they got COVID, they sick. I said, don't touch me, don't come to my house, uh, stay away from me. <clears throat> I didn't have faith in God anymore. I couldn't believe, oh God, I can't believe it. Why did you let so-and-so get that sickness? So I wouldn't open my door then. I thought, please stay away. Don't come to our house. But I'm a people's person. I love people. They energize me. And so then after three weeks and after three months, you become pretty frustrated. Yes. And so I want to say to those that have been in that place, listen, the moment that I said, dear God, I can't handle this fear situation. That's the time that Jesus come through for me. He broke the power of fear over my life and he's breaking it over your lives today, Hmm. breaking the power of fear. And after all, should we pass over from this life, we are entering into the most glorious place we can ever imagine. We are in the presence of the one that we say today, we love with everything that is within us. Isn't it so? So why would we fear? I had to ask that question and others. When I was so fearful, they also questioned me. So this is now Jeremiah 17 verse 7. I just want to quickly mention that it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence 
is in him. And I add, that is Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, I just pray for those that are listening right now. I pray that you, O God, will hear the cries of everyone's hearts. May you touch them right now. May you renew their strength. May they soar on eagle's wings. And may the past of this year remain in the past. May they look forward to a new year full of the glory and the presence of the one that really matters. And Abba, I'm praying for my brothers and sisters, big and small. I pray that you will answer the requests of their heart in this new year. I pray for them, John 14, verse 14, my brothers and sisters. That's how Jesus would say to us, whatever you ask me, I will do it for you. Trust in me. Have hope in me. Have your faith and your confidence in me. I am your father and I love you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Oh, wow. What a powerful, profound word. Such an encouragement. Thank you, Hepzibah. We are so forever grateful that you came on to my program. You added so much value. And I just pray that the Lord will continuously use you mightily in 2022 and that you will continue spreading this beautiful message of hope and encouragement and of forgiveness. I think we have got so many um, uh doors that we need to close of past hurts and wounds and we just pray that you'll just continuously um, use you throughout this year and thank you so much uh, family and friends for spending this year with me um, going through all the trials and tribulations that I've had I just want to bless you and thank you for making my program so valuable and listening and sharing it with me and we are looking forward to 2022 and that we will be seeing each other on the other side there we, with a, with rise and that we are going to have a glorious 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 year ahead of us so enjoy stick to the rules be good and be safe and travel well and wherever you are as a family enjoy your family and your friends in this time and enjoy life enjoy life choose life choose the word choose god choose life and we will see you in 2020 god 22 God bless you. Goodbye. Amen. <laughs> this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.